Good afternoon, everybody. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on a Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for not calling me the ringmaster or the deflator. Appreciate that. Why do I need to when you do it yourself? Kind of sick of that nickname going around <laughs> the whole entire valley. People listen to us, including Coach. It's no, good it stuff. Doesn't. You know, you started it when you put the mask on and you asked me to start taking <laughs> no, pictures of you. I did not ask you. <laughs> and you shared it on social media. was not modeling for you, yeah. you little purple. Uh, okay, so... Uh, anyway, we've uh, we, we've had some fun today talking to coaches, and it's going to continue. Uh, we're going to talk to the Utah State head men's basketball coach, Craig Smith. Aggie basketball is in full swing for Mountain West Conference play. They've had a great start through their first six. Uh, it gets decidedly more challenging this week with San Diego State coming into town. So uh, first, before we get into San Diego State, let's find out about how things are going so far. Craig Smith joins us now here on the Full Court Press. Coach, thanks for your time today. Hey, Eric and Ajay. It's always great to be on the show. I appreciate you uh, having me on. We're excited to have finally have a home game. It's been like three weeks or so, so we're excited to be back in the spectrum and in front of our home crowd. How has that been? This is a very different schedule this year where you play two teams kind of back-to-back. Sometimes there's you, know, you have to travel and you stay there for a while. What's it been like so far, just the way that the Mountain West Conference schedule has been laid out? Yeah, it's really difficult to explain. I'm not sure how to describe it. It was very surreal for you know last week for sure playing uh, New Mexico in Lubbock, Texas. Like that was uh, in an arena nobody's ever been in before. You know, we're at a at Lubbock Christian, which is a D2 school. It was a nice facility, but it was just just different. You're preparing to play the New Mexico Lobos. Um, on some random floor with literally nobody in the arena. And so uh, it's been very different from that respect. You know, same thing when we played at Air Force, there was no fans. Uh, we played, when we played in South Dakota, no fans. And so, yeah, that aspect that you're dealing with. And then in terms of league play, when you're playing the same team twice in three days, uh, it's very, very different. And it's a, it's a challenge from the standpoint of, Um, two games in three days, but you're playing the exact same team. So it's easy, I think, from a player's perspective and a preparation perspective for the second game because you've been talking and and scouting that same team for four straight days or even five straight days. And so from that respect, it's easy. But, you know, we've been fortunate to have some some big wins in terms of, you know, winning by 20 points or more or whatever. So now human nature – to get you know mentally ready to play two days later against that same team um, has been an interesting process. I'm proud our guys have obviously handled it very very well um, up to this point. You know, at the end of that New Mexico trip, we were gone for eight out of ten days. So you, with with back to back road trips, so uh, love how our guys have handled it in a professional manner. There's a lot of probably parallels to being like an NBA team in some respects that way. So, but you're right. Guys, now we now we got the big boys coming in, and San Diego State is playing great basketball. It uh, has proven to be one of the best teams in the country, and they don't have a whole lot of weaknesses, so it'll be a great challenge for us on Thursday and Saturday. Coach, you guys have won your first five games, or I guess six games, by an average of 33 points. No team in Utah State men's basketball in the last 20 years has done that. Uh, I know the uh, the argument is, well, you're playing low-end Mountain West Conference teams, but to still be able to dominate the way you guys are game after game after game has really had to be impressive on your end as a coach. Well, yeah, we, we don't control the schedule. Um, we're just going to play who's in front of us. and uh, we're You know, we're just really – 
concentrating on, of course we want to win, but let's be the best that we can be and, and let's respect the game and play basketball the way we need to play basketball. And uh, I, I thought our bench has really been able to do some great things. Uh, we're starting to figure some things out from that respect. And you can just see growth out of our young guys, and you can see us starting to get some continuity and some chemistry and playing connected on both ends. And, I, and we all want to win, and we know we need to win. But, you know, in our, in our case with our players, we're just worried about let's get better. Let's get better. And we're starting to be able to, you know, for a while, I just gave our guys too much too early uh, with our lack of experience and uh, lack of continuity and a lot of youth. And now we've been slowly able to kind of add to our package, so to speak, on, on, on both ends, on the offensive end and defensive end. And, um, and, and you know, it's a, the first two years we've been able to do a lot of different things, and it's been able to help us have success. We've had to just kind of slow it down here a little bit and then gradually get into it. So it's been a great start. Um, you know, it's hard to believe six of our 20 game, league games are already done. Um, and yet we've only played, what, 11 or 12 games. So that's an interesting dynamic as well. So, But we're excited where we're at. We want to keep growing and keep getting better, and we're going to be tested in every aspect uh, here in about three days. You know, we're talking to Coach Craig Smith, Utah State men's basketball team, and looking specifically at some of your players, it seems like uh, Nimi has really improved his game or, or taken it to another level defensively with the kind of uh, defensive influence he has on the game, certainly through the six-game stretch. Uh, would you mind just sharing with us kind of his progression that you've seen as being his head coach? Well, he's playing the best basketball of his career right now. Uh, he's been very, very consistent. Um, he's always had a great impact defensively. I mean, I think he was the defensive player of the year the, in the Mount West as a freshman and obviously an all-league player both years, uh, his freshman and sophomore year. He, he just he was dealing with a lot last year uh, physically, and then that can mess with you a little bit mentally too. And He seems to be in a great spot mentally. He's been able to take his game up. He had a great summer. He, he's the one player in our program that did not go home at all. He stayed here all summer. Um, to really improve his his uh, strength and his mobility, and he's done that, and his ability to get off the floor, his explosiveness. And so uh, he's bigger, faster, stronger. He's moving great. And when that stuff happens, you start playing in a confident level. And obviously he's really patrolling the paint at a high level and recently broke the all-time record for blocks in essentially two and a half years, maybe not even that, two years with all the time he missed last year. Uh, at a high level. So, and then offensively, he's playing really well. He's really patty. He leads our team in assists. He's really sharing the ball, passing the ball. He's really improved his touch. He's been able to finish almost everything around the basket here um, these last few games. And so um, it's exciting. And that's what you expect. You know, it, it was a little bit of a process, but those four juniors, Namish Keda, Brock Miller, Marco Anthony, and Justin Bean, you know, you guys, those guys go from underclassmen as a sophomore where clearly, you know, Brito and Merrill and Porter were our leaders pretty much the last two years, um, where now those guys have really taken that next step from a verbal standpoint and a leadership standpoint. And I think that's really helped us out here through this stretch where we've been winning a lot of games. Uh, Coach, Eric brought up a great point last week on our show that, look, Raleigh Wooster's numbers game-to-game haven't been standout-ish, but he's doing so much more that the numbers don't show. Can you talk about what you've seen from him on the court? 
Yeah, Raleigh Wooster is a he's a he's a heck of a player. And sometimes uh, I know myself, and I think our staff have to kind of pinch ourselves that he's a true freshman um, because a he doesn't lack, act like it. His demeanor, the way he carries himself, he carries himself like an upperclassman. Um, but he still makes some rookie mistakes. But he makes a high impact on the game. He's steady with the ball, makes good decisions, um, um, and he's a great defensive player. You know, he has he's been in a little bit of a rut. Although he, I think he had three threes against Air Force that second game. Uh, he's a very good shooter. Shot it really well in practice the other day. Um, so that part will come. You know, his shooting numbers aren't outstanding, but he's just a, he's a steadying force. He's a calming kind of guy out there, knows exactly what's going on. Uh, and then what maybe people don't realize, a lot of times he's guarding the other team's best guard. Uh, him and Ant Marco kind of, depending on the type of player they have in their team, kind of alternate in that role. And that's very rare that you can throw a true freshman out there and, and trust him to go do that kind of thing. So, um, you know, and then you go through that phase early on, his numbers were maybe a little higher and now you're circled on a scouting report and, you know, they start to get the word on you and, and that type of thing. But he's been a studying influence and we're sure excited to have him over the next five years. Uh, San Diego state has always been a, a solid program uh, in the mountain West conference. It looks like they're having a solid year again. They've had some close games. Granted their competition in the mountain West conference play has been different than the Aggies, but <laughs> Early scouting the San Diego State team, how different are they this year compared to what we've seen in years past? Well, I mean, they're they're different, but yet they're the same at their core. I mean, they're going to defend, and they're always one of the best defensive teams in our league. They're always one of the best defensive teams in the country. Uh, if, if you don't play hard and you can't guard, you won't play for them, and that's just how it is, and that's also the reason they're always at the top of the standings year in and year out. Obviously, they got a lot of talent. Um, they have great rim protection in ANSA. Um, Matt Mitchell is a legitimate NBA prospect who plays the three and the four, and he's just a 6'5", 230-pound kind of bowling ball. I mean, he is, a, he is a load to handle, and he can really get it going. He kicked our, you know what, last year, I think it was at their place. Um, uh, he's just a tough matchup for a lot of teams, and you know, they, they lost three high-level scores. Malachi Flynn was an early second-round draft pick. Um, they lost what I thought was the best defensive player in the league. Um, so they got some new guards in there. Uh, what, um, Shaq, Jordan Shackles, a senior who's been uh, a regular in the lineup the last three years, very experienced. I just watched the game where he had eight three, uh, maybe it was seven threes, um, and a career-high 28 points, and that was three games ago. So he's playing at a high level. We can't let him get easy ones. So they, it, it's kind of a, you know, every year they just kind of sub in new faces, but at the end of the day, they're going to run their stuff. They're going to make you guard and they guard at a high level. When you look at their percentages and their numbers, there's not a whole lot of weaknesses to their game. And so to beat San Diego state, you got to beat them because they rarely beat themselves. And so we're going to have to be on point with our rebounding, with our conversion defense, you got to guard the ball then we got to take care of the ball and not let them um, uh, get easy runouts because of our offense. So it'll be a great challenge, but I know one our guys are really excited about. Coach, you like this Mountain West Conference schedule format? Um, I, you know, I don't anticipate it being around um, unless, you know, you're in a pandemic or something of this format. So do I like it? You know, I wouldn't say I, I, wouldn't say I love it. I wouldn't say I hate it. I just think it's reality. 
and I think it was what's best for um, all the student athletes and the teams involved to get as many games in as possible. You know, you're eliminating a lot of uh, airport time and travel time, and you're cutting your trips in half uh, in terms of just the number of trips. So it's just it's different, and I think that's just the sign of what it is. You have to be able to adapt and adjust and make the most out of it. So, you know, I, I try not to. Do I like it? Do I not? It's a great question. I know it's reality, and so you got to deal in reality. But to be, I, I think it would be, uh, I would be shocked if it stays with this kind of format and, and go back to the, you know, the the more traditional format. Coach, we're running out of time, but one last quick one from me. Uh, I know you've you kind of touched on this briefly before, but a lot of new faces on this team. How well do you feel like the team has come together collectively as a team and understanding what you, your coaching staff is trying to get out of them? Eric and Ajay, I got to tell you, you know, I'm trying to keep my answers a lot shorter than normal. So uh, I don't know <laughs> if I'm doing a good job with it or not, but I'm trying. Uh, sound bites, sound bites is what I always hear. Um, you know, I like where we're going right now. I, I do. I, I think we're seeing. Um, it's easy to see. I think the continuity and the uh, connectedness. We're playing way more connected now, uh, defensively, certainly offensively, and that's kind of a normal progression. Usually early in the year, your defense is ahead of your offense. Really early in the year, uh, uh, like I told our staff, we got two areas that we really got to improve, and I said offense and defense. And so, because uh, it was not pretty early, but I love how we're playing connected. We're really sharing the ball. We're, we've taken a major step in our ability to communicate, and it just takes time. It always takes time for the freshmen to adjust to the game. You know, like I tell uh, Raleigh, this isn't Hellgate High School. You went to M- Missoula Hellgate. And, and you know, when Stephen Ashworth is at Lone Peak, obviously they were very, very good, but it's not Lone Peak High School anymore. So it takes time to figure things out and adjust and learn the language in our schemes. And not only does it take time for those young guys and inexperienced, we're doing that with a bunch of new guys without our summer that we typically can rely on and depend on. So I love where we're at. I, it just seems like we're getting better and better on a day-to-day basis. And I think that's reflecting on the, on the floor. And so nobody knows what the future holds, but I really like this team. I love how we compete. We show up to practice ready to play hard and get better on a day-to-day basis. And hopefully that'll keep translating to wins, but let's just worry about getting better and better and play our best basketball in March. Coach, I know you got a big week ahead of you. Uh, thank you for your time and spending it with us and uh, best of luck this week against San Diego state. Thanks coach. Hey, hey thanks for having me on Eric and Ajay. Appreciate you. Thanks, Go coach. Aggies.